This is Trash Talk with your host, Garrett the Trash Man. What is up, everybody? I'm Garrett the Trash Man, John the Batman Ballard. How you doing this beautiful Tuesday morning? It's a pretty good day. Muy chilly Tuesday morning. Happy yeah. you guys are here. I'm just glad it's not windy, though. Oh, yeah. The wind Can't. starts whipping in. It's no good. All right, dude. Let's dive into this. All right, let's do our tour. All right, dude. What do you got to rant about? I got a rant today of something that I have decided on in life and kind of forgot about and then have kind of been made aware of it again. And that is, and this is just my experience. This may not work for you guys, but it's what works for me. And that is throwing out the window the idea of trying to reach perfection and instead replacing it with being the best version of myself, the best I can be. Mm-hmm. And in simple terms, the reason I have done that, and it's a very, it's not a huge shift, but it's a very important shift for me because perfection is unattainable. Like, I'm never going to do something 100% perfect every time. Mm-hmm. but I can do it the best I can. Like it's, it's a, the doing the best you can or being the best you can is attainable. Yeah. Like you can attain that. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's, that's something that can be accomplished and you can go home like, man, yeah, I really just like, I, I gave forth my best effort there and I really think I did the best I could have done there. And like I accomplished it. Boom. I can do it again. You know, it's, it, it's, it's attainable and re- and you can re- repeat it. Whereas man, I didn't do that. Like you can never do something perfect and like you can't repeat perfect. Yeah. And so that's, that's, that's kind of my thing is like, it's not a huge shift, but to me it's very helpful because it also helps me like be real with myself. Like I'm not holding myself to a standard that I can't attain. Yeah. Well, and so many people will use that same standard as an excuse. They'll wrap it up. They'll wrap up their fear or their, uh, whatever's keeping them from actually doing it, they'll wrap it up as, oh, well, I can't do it perfect. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like I said, that's not even something worthwhile chasing anyway. So um, it's not a good excuse, as if there were any good excuses. <laughs> there never is a good excuse. Yep. So, dude, love it. So what I got today is remind everyone to slow themselves down. This time of year, I, I love it because um, you start thinking about your upcoming year what you want to create in that year, how you're going to go execute on it. And there's so much value in slowing yourself down. And this can be when you're looking at a year, when you're looking at five years, when you're looking at the next decade of your life. And it can be also when you're looking at, you know, the day or even a conversation. And there's just so much value in slowing yourself down, getting clear on what you want to achieve in any given thing, any year, any day, any conversation. And, then executing on exactly what you want to achieve because it's so easy to get off track and you're off doing something that you, you know, you're, you're caught up in the weeds and something that you maybe don't even care about because of it. And so slow yourself down, decide where you want to go be and go make it happen. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. And again, just something to caution about. Don't let that be a reason for non-action though. Yeah. You know, a lot of times just going and, and moving is what will bring, get you clear. So when I say slow yourself down, it doesn't doesn't always mean stop and do nothing. But slow your mind down. Really yeah. think, figure it out. So uh, 
yeah, do that so you can create the life you you want, and you're not you're not a you're not a you don't view yourself as a victim in yeah. your life circumstances. So it's so true. I I've experienced that this week, so I would agree. Love it. So, dude, let's say thank you to Larson Waste, world's best trash company, sponsor of this podcast. Out there just making things happen. Big ol' heart signed to them. Big ol' heart signed to Larson Waste. Now, also, let's say, if you're listening to this, know that Tyler has put all our podcasts on YouTube. And you can see us in the flesh sitting here talking to you. So, check out our (laughs) podcast on YouTube. And uh, we've got some other great videos on YouTube. Just follow us there um, as well. So, um, the YouTube is... uh, Larson Waste YouTube. We we don't worry about having a trash talk YouTube. Just just go to Larson Waste YouTube. Yeah. All right, dude. So, funks. Yeah. Funks. It's it's easy for any of us to get caught in them. Some funks are deeper than others, and you know, what do you do? Do you make out with a fat girl? What do you do to bust a funk? <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> well, if you played baseball, that's what you had to do. You know, if you were having a dry spell, couldn't get any hits or anything, you you had to go make out with a fat, ugly girl to get out of your funk. You didn't I, know that? I, I, to be <laughs> honest, I mean, not that I'm a huge baseball guy, but I, I consider myself somewhat um, knowledgeable about baseball and had not heard that one. Yeah, it's called the funk buster. The funk buster. Okay. <laughs> now... <laughs> If you're married like we are, <laughs> that's not an option. <laughs> what do you do? What do, what do you do? Well, what do you do? I'll admit, I very much so dislike these short days. Yeah, they are rough. I am not a big fan, and that has honestly been something that has been a bit of a funk for me because it gets dark so early, and naturally your body. When the sun goes down, it's like, all right. Shut her down. Wrap it up. Hang out. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. I, st- I got like five hours before bedtime. I got a lot of work to do. And uh, and to get out of that, I've realized that like, yeah, I've, got, I've had to make changes, a little bit of changes in my schedule, but also like really be conscious of like, hey, you know, be planned, be organized, get clear on what I want to do so that I can, you know, um, not just waste my time on stuff that really doesn't serve me. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll enjoy it while I'm doing it. And then all of a sudden when I'm done, be like, well, that was stupid. I mean, like that really didn't serve me to do that. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, my, my, my thing with, with being in a funk is, is yeah, you know, the best thing to do is, is f- try and find clarity and, and try and figure out, okay, like, okay, if I'm in a funk, then obviously what I'm doing doesn't align for me. Like it doesn't yeah. work for me and it's not what I want to be doing. And it's not who I want to be. So, like, well, what, what do I want to be and get, get back on track? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and funks can show up in a lot of different ways. It can be the shorter day. Like, ultimately, it comes down to you and deciding, hey, am I going to allow this to continue? Um, but I've definitely felt it in my life just because things aren't generally how they go for me. Yeah. Um, I'm living in a camp trailer, tight quarters with kids, things like that. And these shorter days, I've definitely felt it, too, where, um, you know, it, what I want to do is just stay out at work until basically I need to go to bed and then go home and go to bed. But I've also got a wife over there that's in a camp trailer with kids all day. And um, I know that's not an easy thing for her. And so it's like, well, I need to get, I want to get there to 
give her a reprieve as soon as possible. And I'm the same way, though. It's like, yeah, it's dark, 6.30, let's put the kids to bed. And then it's like, we're in these tight quarters, you know, can't really have lights on because we're not in a house. It's not like, oh, that side of the house is dark and the kids are sleeping. And I've definitely felt it, too. Um, Now, like I said, that could be anything. It could be the days. It could be just tough times. It could be things are just going so good you don't really have to push. Because that's the other thing that can be tough for business owners. At times, we're so busy we don't know what to do with ourselves. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, we work to not be integral to the operation of the company. The idea of being a business owner is it operates without you. Um, And so there's this opportunity where, man, I I, I could come into my office. I could sit on Instagram or watch a show. I could really just waste a lot of time and it wouldn't be till down the road till we feel the effects of that everything would still look great and be running business as usual for a while yeah and eventually we'd have to pay the piper for that because my job is looking out in the future and planning for the future and doing things like that um but it's real easy rather than if we um you know got in it was like hey these this is what you have to do today you do it do it yeah and so I want to speak to some of the tactics um, I've used because I think you're dead on with the ontological approach. Get clear and execute. And I think that's the best advice. And I want to help. Okay, you know something's wrong. You know it wants to be different. What are some tips and tricks we can use to then activate that? Yeah. Because the doing of the thing isn't always easy. No. Um, because... Man, stuff can just drag you down. Um, you know, I'll and and I'll speak to my situation. Um, and I don't want to be like poor victim me, but just to, I, I've been I've been in a funk myself, mm-hmm. and I just want to speak to some of the dynamics that take place at where some of these tactical things can be useful, because who I am, who I look to be for the company, is all good and dandy. But in my situation, man, like sleep hasn't been coming very easy. With every the dynamics of living in the trailer, all that, everything, and so like I'm tired, I'm really tired. There, I've got this house that's just weighing on me because it's got to get done, and there's some things I can do, some things I can do, but it's just all this added stress and things like that. Um, I'm experiencing it that way if I'm not responsible for it, mm-hmm. but it's me fighting against all these things. And what I found, um, I read the Four Hour Work Week from Tim Ferriss Tim Ferriss mm-hmm. yeah and I appreciate some of it but didn't care for much of it because I mean that's not really the life I really enjoy working like I like being up I don't want to just have a bunch of free time on my hands so I read it I was like there's some good things in here but that's not really what I'm shooting for and then I uh um stepped back in this and I said okay listen I've got all these things that need my attention right now I'm not performing how I want to in any of them. Let me take the four-hour work day approach to every single one of these. So I will only be at work for four hours. That's all I'm going to do. I'll be here for four hours. That way, I'm not dragging anything on the things that have to have to get done. I'll come in, I'll knock them off, and then we'll see what happens with the rest. And that has really helped me pull out of a funk. Yeah. Um, because I put some time limits on me. And so instead of a whole day where it's like, yeah, what really has to happen is these three phone calls. 
they have to happen these three conversations you know and it's easy to spend a eight ten hour day and really all you got done was those three calls yeah. Of, of well, true productivity. Yep. Mm-hmm. You kind of, yeah, you're here, you're sort of doing something, but it's just kind of more meandering. Yep. And you stretch out what really needs to be done. That I found, I come in, it takes me two hours to knock out those calls. I'm like, well, now I'm rolling. And all of a sudden, productive things just start happening. And all of a sudden, it's like I've got way more time everywhere, it seems like. Where it was like, I just can't get all this done. I've got too much to do at work and with this house and with these other projects and yada, yada. And I don't know what the book was, but it was one of the very first self-help books I read. And it was this executive, uh, it was a she, and she said, it's funny how much I can, how much more I can get done in my free time when I work 60 hours a week rather than when I work 40 hours a week. Yeah. And I found that to be so true for myself now breaking that down from the 60 to 40 when you're in a funk i just broke it down to a smaller chunk okay four hours i'm here at work four hours and i can go handle this thing that i'm experiencing is stressful over here and so i've said a lot but that's been my most recent like tactical way of approaching because i knew i wasn't being who i wanted to be yeah yeah i I, it's funny because i just you know for a big part of this year, I was very much so um, in the midst of there was a lot of micro going on. Uh huh. Because, you know, I'd done the macro work and then had to actually do the work and had to really get into the details and get them done and pump through it. Bada bing, bada boom. And now I'm back to a stage for next year of creating things. So I'm very macro right now. I'm kind of big mm-hmm. picture right now. And I'm finding myself just spinning my wheels. Micro is a lot easier, isn't it? It is. Like going and knocking out the task. Yep, yep. Easy. And going, uh, creating something new is a lot tougher. And so, you know, we're looking to make a lot of changes. I'm looking at real estate projects that, that I'm hoping to get going. But the problem is, is like I'm looking, but I'm getting, I'm just spinning my wheels. And so I've had to really work it. Like, listen, I know what I want and I know the details of it. But I've got to get that filler in between, mm-hmm. and that's what I've been struggling with, and uh, and I've found myself just kind of like, where do I like like how do I fill this gap of like getting from clear clear on the big picture, but getting the me- needle moved over to all the details, mm-hmm. you know, like actually getting the things done that get us to that point. And that's and, and and in a lot of things in life, that's where I struggle. Yeah, is is that transition, mm-hmm. and uh, and so I've really been working on that. Of like, okay, listen, you know, I've got plenty to do, but at the same time, I feel like I have nothing to do. Yeah. And so I've been. Yep. Yeah, that can be a tough situation. Yeah, yeah where you're just like, I know there's a lot of things that need to be like pushing the needle in, but how do I get it going? And so I've had to really like as you said earlier, like slow myself down and organize myself because that I can either be really big picture or really small picture, but I'm not good in that middle spot. Mm -hmm. And so I've had to really get clear and say, okay, how am I going to get myself through this to this point? And, and, uh, and so, yeah, that's, that's been something I've been working on of late because yeah, it's, it's been kind of frustrating. It's exciting, but I'm also frustrated because that's kind of the spot I'm I'm not the best at. Yeah. Yeah, and and I'd agree like here at Larson West, 
I it works out really well because I've got a COO that's very good at that middle part, mm. very very good. And so projects here, I go create them, get them started, boom, hand off, and goes through the execution. Oh, that's and awesome. it's great, um, and I love it. But like all of us, you know, everything we do in life, we've got a lot of domains. We don't always have a COO for we don't have a COO for our marriage. Yeah, and we don't have a CEO for like the vision we have for our family. So it's something that really's got to be figured out. And for me, it's always goes back to the same adage: like eat an elephant one bite at a time. And man, I, I spoke to it in my rant, but just movement, yep. movement. It's like there's a big picture. I don't really know what to do, so I'm just going to do something around this. Well, a, a good example that uh, that, that I, I've experienced that in is, is like I've been looking for, for real estate deals for some things I want to do. And I've found good, better, and best opportunities, but I've labeled excuses to them all. Mm. And I've been – and so I'll keep looking for, for a better one, keep looking for a better one. I finally realized like, listen, the opportunity is right in front of me. I just need to get clear on which one it is. Yeah. Like which one works best for me and aligns for what I want to do. And so I finally realized like, okay, well, I got to make a list and I've got to really just like get clear. Okay, here's what I want. I've got to put down all the details I really want and see which one fits best and chase it. Boom. Yeah. Simple as that. Uh-huh. And, uh, and that's helped me kind of feel that middle ground of like getting to the details and pushing it forward. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, dude. So. That's, that's some useful advice not that you gave it as advice but you it it is useful advice so well dude i've had a couple people come to my door while we've done this <laughs> don't know what everyone needs but let's wrap this up let's wrap it up in a big nice box for everybody appreciate y'all listening freaking just get after it yeah. you know do or tour it's it's like that really is the end advice for anything just do it well and i i heard something this over the weekend that i really like december or or Christmas is a holiday, not a holla month. Nah, it's a holla month. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Appreciate you guys listening. Gareth the Trash Man across all the platforms. Tyler is really anxious, so you better say if you want to say anything. Uh, deuces. Peace.